night, Wednesday night, 11 o'clock, the very next day, 24 hours later, the 11 o'clock news, Channel 5, NBC, the second story after a shooting in Springfield, second story before I could even get to my church on Sunday, y'all voted on Tuesday, on Wednesday night, the news, prominent pastor leaving for D.C. And NBC ran a story on me coming to Alfred Street before I'd even had a chance to tell my church I was leaving. My phone rang at 11.07. <laughs> it was the chair of my deacons. He said, Pastor, we got a problem. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> I got up on church that Sunday morning. True story. First words out of my mouth, I have something to tell y'all. Sister in the back got up, we know well, you got something to tell us. <laughs> that, that was the end of my time in Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> Because I will close a door that no matter what, you can't open it. And I will open a door that no matter how many mistakes you make, you can't close it. No matter how many people don't want to see it happen, they can't close it. No matter how many obstacles stand in the way, they can't close it. And I thank God that he's able to direct us through closed doors that we might walk through the open door that he has ordained for us. Yeah, yeah. So here's what you do. You bathe it in prayer. You fast over it. And then you move in the direction that you feel you ought to go. And trust God enough that if that's not what he wants you to do, he can close the door that you'll never be able to open. And he'll leave open a door that no one can close, no matter how long it takes you to get there. If that's God's will, that door will always be open. Hope you were blessed and revived by the KAYT Gospel Hour. Tune in each Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and join us as we venture back in the past for a time of revival with oldies and goodies in sermon and song. and gentlemen, the gospel is on your radio. This is K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria, 88.1, K-255-B-T, Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9, K-223-B-I, Greenwood, Shreveport, 92.5.
KQJO, St. Joseph, Natchez, 99.3. He's a wonder, and the gospel continues to grow, praising the Lord in Senla and in Miss Lou. KYT listeners, help us welcome 100.1 FM in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Greetings. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
praising the Lord, saints. Amen. Amen. Before I go into this song, I want y'all to quiet down just a little bit because I just want to encourage the anointed vessels today. Amen. I thought about them all last year, and I just pray to God, whatever you had in last year that wasn't for Christ, leave it back there. Let's continue to do good. And let me tell you something. People going to call y'all some of everything in this world, but they're they going to call you anointed vessels, but be an anointed vessel. Not only be called one, but be one. Because the anointing of the Holy Spirit flows through what? A clean body. Because your body is the vessel for Christ. Yes, it is. I'm praying for y'all. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Y'all know something? I, I hardly know this song. Patrick just brought it to me last night. I saw it one time. But you know what? I'm going to sing this song today. He's keeping me. A little bit too fast.
my God, my God. Give him all the praise, all the glory that's due unto him. For he is keeping me. Brought me this far by faith. Leaning and depending upon him for everything in life. He's keeping us today, church, in all honor and obedience to God Almighty, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the spirit that keeps us from day to day. And to all of you that's present this day, we thank God for that, and I thank God for keeping us. Because if he keep us not, then we'll be doomed. But because of his grace and his mercy that endures forever, he'll keep us. But we got to focus our mind upon his character. Note I say character. His ways. His mind. His spirit. His uprightness. We got to be focused. Never at one time should we ever get up and say who I am. But it should be who Jesus is. Because when you start thinking about me, you stumble and fall. But when you think about him, you exalt it beyond understanding. He's keeping me every day of our life. Today, as we look at the word of God, I've had a good time today. Thank God for the choir, for our director, for musicians, all that make up this choir and show the joy of our salvation in this choir. We thank God for all of you. And as Betty has already said, we need to commit our ways to the Lord, all our ways to God, and see what he's going to do. He's going to put you where you didn't know you could be. That's right. And, and, and then you'll be shown off giving praise. They had to hold you. Because, you know, one of the things that well, I've always said in life, I didn't know what was going on, but I always said, whoever hold you back is your enemy. And as I walk through life and start understanding what real life was in Christ Jesus, I searched it, x-rayed it, messed with it, and I found out one thing. The honest one can keep me down is me. Because Christ said it like this. He looked beyond all of our faults and so our need. And if he can do it and he told us to be like him, why can't we do it? He set it up for us to do it. He, he set us up to walk in the spirit. He said, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flood, the pride of life, the things that we see every day of our life that, look, we can do something about it, but we won't do nothing about it. He gives us the truth not to cut a brother or sister down, but to lift them up. Now, this is Jesus' way of thinking. The world don't think like that. The world don't think like that. The world want to find a fault in you. Jesus want to see a star in you. Not a fault. That's what he came to do. Do away with them faults. Those failures. Those lies and all other things that hinder us from our service to Jesus. Christ came to do away with that. This being a new year 2014. 
I thank God for it. I ask the leadership of the church to not get up and tell all these lies about what I'm going to do in 2014. It's enough of that now. If it be the Lord's will through this year, the things that he's already commissioned me to do, I'm going to start right now and do them. What happened yesterday, it ain't my business, it neither is your business, it's God's business. And you got to take it up with God. If you personally don't go to God and say, Lord, this, that, and the other, that I did or said or thought bad about somebody, could you please forgive me? Because I don't want this on my, I got enough weight on my life. No, I don't want no more weight in my life. I can't handle what I got. Would you please, please, Lord, forgive. And then the key to everything, Lord, let me forget. Bear witness. You've ever messed up? Satan always do this. Whisper in your ear. You remember? When? You remember? When? But I don't like that. The Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things. Which behind me, huh? And press forward, right? Why should I think about yesterday? That's gone. I hadn't seen a human being yet bring back yesterday. Now, maybe it's possible. I'm just ignorant and don't know no better. But do anyone in here know anybody brought back yesterday yet? Well, won't you leave it alone then? Won't you leave it start today walking upright? I don't care how lag while you walk yesterday. That ain't got nothing to do with today. If you acknowledge in your life that, that you messed up yesterday, you ain't got to rehearse that. Diverse it, not rehearse it. Take it out. Start right now. And tell the Lord about it. See, you don't need to tell me. Don't come up in this church telling about what you did yesterday. That we, that's not our business. That's you and God's business. Now, I want you to tell where he brought you from, though. I want you to tell when you was weak how he put power in you, the power of his might. I want you to be able to say within your own being, say, for God I live and for God I die. And the way you say that, you got to look at all the circumstances. The Bible says before man seek out the building, first he got to do what? Count up the cost. See, as I got the material that I can deal with. If I don't, go to, if I don't have the material, I'm going to be stuttering. But if I got the material, I'm going to be in my kingdom. Jesus said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare that place. I'm going to get you another kingdom. Because the kingdom in this world been defected. Oh, don't get angry now. Everybody in this life here on this earth living under what they think is a law. But I want to be bold enough to say before all people that I'm living under grace. Grace has brought me thus far. If justice and judgment was over me, I'd be dead. For the Bible says the word of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God has shown mercy to me all this year, all last year. I wasn't so good, God had to bless me. 
but he had mercy on me and delivered me out of all these things that I ran into. More than anything, the scripture that we read today coming from St. John the 15th chapter. And I want you to take heed to it. From John the 15th chapter, verse 18 through 25. I'm going to read that very briefly. And I want you to look at it and just let the word saturate your heart. And when you, it saturates your heart sometimes, sometimes it gets so heavy on it, we might have to say, ouch. Or leave me alone. Stop picking. Sometimes it, it does that. Ooh, we. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world will love his own. Yet because you are not of the world, because I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecute me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they would keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake. Because they do not know him who sent me. Y'all better keep that in mind. <clears throat> if I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else could do, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also heard, hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled which is written in the law. They hated me without a cause. Yes, What's the difference between you and the world? Now, Jesus said, every man will know that you are my disciples because you have love one for another. Now, if I can't show no love in spite of what you said about me, what you've done to me, if I can't show the love, then I'm, I'm, I'm just hesitant to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. You're not born of God. That makes folks mad. We'll run and take a law from government and sleep with it, eat with it. But Jesus forgave us, the one that forgave us, our sins, our iniquity. We'll set that on the side and follow another law that God know nothing about. Instead of following the law that gives us eternity in his glory with him. It's amazing to me. And then people get upset in the church. Could I say church folks? Church folks get upset in the church house because the scripture condemns them. I told you when the word hits you and it gives you a little pain, just say ouch. I understand. I hollered many times. <laughs> I ain't had nothing to tell the preacher what you're talking about me for. Because it hurts. Why does it hurt? Because I've been condemned. The word condemned me. So then, you sh it should be a difference between you and the world. When I look at a Christian, I want to see Jesus. 
I want to see you walking like Jesus. I want to see you walking like Jesus. I want to see you talking like Jesus. I want to see you happy like Jesus. Church people has no right to be mad and angry and upset. Oh, y'all don't hear me. There's no reason for us to be upset, mad, angry with one another, can't talk to each other. That, that don't make no sense. Jesus came and established a perfect utopia, which means the perfect church for us to go to and worship him in peace and joy and happiness, having patience. How many church folks don't have no patience? Can't put up with nothing, can we? Oh, God, Lord Jesus. We can't put up with nothing, my brother. Just because I'm walking outside the fence, you inside the fence, you dislike me. You just stay walking uh, huh, inside the fence and walk right. I'm going to stay on the outside the fence. And when you get tired of me falling, you say, come on, cross. Huh? But we got to have a, a testimony for to make me come cross. I can't hear you reading hell every day and always finding faults in people to make me cross. I'm scared to get over there because you're going to give me hell. Huh? Why should I go jump in a fire when I can't stand no heat? That don't make no sense. The word, St. Mark, I want to read this too. St. Mark, please, Lord. The third chapter. St. Mark, the third chapter. In the 31st through 35th verse, I want to read that. Establish some punch here. Three, starting with 31. Then his brothers and his mother came, and standing outside, they sent to him, calling for him. And the multitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside wanting you. But he answered and said unto Who is my mother or my brother? And he looked, looked around in a circle at those who sat there, and he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Listen what he said. For whosoever doeth the will of my father is my mother and my brothers and my sister. Amen. Can we understand that? Doing the will of the father is my mother and my brother. Now Jesus is over all life. But his beloved sons and daughters are those that believe in Christ. Jesus have given their life to Christ. You sons and daughters, you heirs and giant heirs, and everything God owns, you own it. But we just can't remember, we just can't in our heart see the goodness of God and how much God owns. I'm rich too. I'm rich too. You rich also. But you got to claim it. Claim it. You work hard all your life just to make ends meet. But I want to meet the end, me. I want to be able to meet the end, and that's Jesus Christ, my Savior. He got all things. The psalm says the earth is the Lord and the fruit is the earth, huh? And the whole world, everything that's in it, belongs to God. And when we join ass together with Christ, then we the same thing. We got the same thing. But we like to stay suffering all the time. We have to overcome that. If the world hates you, you know it hated me before it hated you. Why would somebody hate a perfect man? Why would somebody hate somebody that give his life 
so they can be spared. Why? How could you hate somebody up in God's house? How could you hate anybody? When Jesus say, love your enemy, love people that mess with you, do you wrong, despitefully use you, talk about you behind your back, love them. And to start off right, 2014, we got to start doing what he said. Not what we want, what he said. Love, let's not just good. You don't have to like me. That ain't going to put me in hell. But you, they're going to put you there, though. You hear what I'm saying? You going, but I ain't. I love him. The song said, I love the Lord. You heard my cry. Well, I've been crying to him ever since I got good sense. And because you don't like me or don't like somebody else, that ain't got nothing to do with them. Got all to do with you. Y'all didn't know it had people in church. That whole grudge and animosity and strife and stuff in their life. Y'all didn't know that. I'm, see, I have an x-ray machine at the house. And I look through it. When I start reading my word, I look through it. I put it on the x-ray. And it starts showing me some fringe benefits. It starts showing me some things that I don't like to see, even in myself first. Then what I do, I look at him. I say, Lord, not really true, is it? Yes, it's there. And he said he's going to pay you according to your work. So I want my works to be good. I don't like dirty work. I don't like, you know what? I could do jobs. I, I could contract. Somebody got with me yesterday and told me they like for me to have a contract than do the work, you know, contract railroad work and stuff. And I said, no, no. I said, the only problem I got, sir, I said, I like folks to do perfect work. I don't like no half done nothing. Ain't nothing about me half done. Everything is fully cooked. So when, if I go and hire you to do something, I don't want nobody to stand, I don't want to have to stand over you and say, now do this, now you do that, now you do that. That's telling you that you ain't got good sense. You ain't got sense enough to do what you need to do and that the rules and regulation right there, and you can't do it, you don't need the job. It says, and listen at this. Say, just because somebody hates you, they hated Jesus before they hated you. See, and then he told us, say, if you was born again, they're going to hate you. But if you ain't been born again, they're going to love you. We don't even realize that. When you got a lot of stars following you, something wrong with you. Don't look at them. Something wrong with you. Because people, they're going to get back and they're going to be all messed up in the mind when you walking right and up right. Cause, now watch this. I had a wedding one time. I had a wedding. And everybody there was my friends and loved them. They loved me too. I know they loved me. But after I did the wedding and sit around and talk a little while, everybody started looking at each other. I said, wonder what's wrong? Reb, I, I ain't want to say this to you. But they was waiting on you to leave so they can let their hair down. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm finna go now. Yeah, yeah. I'm finna go now. So, you know, by me being there, whatever you want to do, just do it. That won't affect me. We don't know that, do it. We don't have no understanding about that, do it. What you're doing going to affect you. It ain't gonna, unless I do what you're doing, it has nothing to do with me. 
If I tell you the truth and walk upright before you, well, they must have seen something if it was just a teeny bit. Some good in me because they didn't want to let they have him while I was there, huh? It made good sense. Must have seen something about me that was a little extraordinary. He said here, he said, now let me tell you something. If you was of the world, the world would love you. Because you're not of the world, they're going to hate you. I want you to remember these words he say that I say to you. A servant is not greater who? Than his master. Good God of mine. A servant is not greater than his master. A servant is not greater than his master. You my boss, I don't have no right to tell you what to do. You tell me what to do. And I'm going to do it. If I can't do it, get somebody else. Y'all don't believe in that. I take that to heart. If you my boss, whatever you tell me to do, I do it, no questions asked. I wasn't called to ask questions, I called to work, right? I was called to work, not ask questions. Not assume, not borrow against my paycheck to do the work. After you do the work, reach your hand out for your paycheck, which is legitimate. I used to work with people, they say, Rev, let me, uh, a few dollars uh, when I get you paid, I'm going to give it back to you. And I didn't say nothing because, you know, I just don't believe in asking folks a lot of stuff. When payday come, they say, oh, after, by the middle of the other payday, they say, after sure forgot, Rev, I'm sorry. I say, ain't no problem. I ain't got no problem with it. I understand. But what we got to come in compliance to and, and, and hear what the Lord said. He said, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they'll also persecute who? If they kept my word, they'll keep yours too. But now watch this. They're going to rebellious, be rebellious against you if they don't like you. See, you got to love me or hate me. Ain't no middle man. Ain't no such thing as, uh, uh, I'm going to get there after why. No, if you're born of God, listen good. If you're born of God, you're going to do what? The works of God. If you're not born of God, you can't do the works of God. But, so be it according to the will. Jesus said, all this, I didn't did it before you ever was here. Before you ever was born, I had already went through all this. He said, all this thing will you do for my sake because... What? They don't know the person that sent me. If you don't love the daddy, you can't love the son. If you don't love the son, you can't love the dad either. Because both of them won. They won. And we got to understand that. The church is a body, one body, listen good, of believers in Christ Jesus. One body of believers in Christ Jesus. And that body got many functions, many gifts, but all of them work the good together for the good of what? Edifying or making the church look good. How many people in the church want the church, don't, really, don't worry about yourself. How many people in the church want the church to blossom and be sweet and pretty and kind and loving and can't pass by you, you're on the side of the road. They can't pass by you, they're gonna go grab you and put you in their arms and take you to the doctor. How many church folks like that today? Some of them, them good church folks, see you down, 
Yeah, look around and see somebody living. Looking. Stopping. Yeah. That ain't what Jesus said. You got to choose. Joshua said, choose the day who you're going to serve. Serve the true and living God. Don't serve yourself. It's dangerous to serve yourself. For if you serve yourself here on earth, you ain't got nothing when you get there. You reward all given to you. We want honor sometimes. I tell people all the time, I don't need no honor. I'm too honorable now. I'm what you call a low-class servant. That's enough honor for me. Because see, when your name get up in the highlights, you're going to get word to death. You're going to get word to death. People are going to have you sitting up here, and they're just waiting for a time to eject the chair from under you. Huh? That you fall. And when you fall, sometimes it's seven times harder to get back up again. That's because you can't let folks by patting you on the back. Hey, Bishop Smith, that don't bother me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I laugh at you when you say that. I'm Lionel Smith regardless of what you say or think. That's my name, Lionel Smith. First, I have not. It's on my birth certificate that says that. You ain't got to call me no reverend. Already know who I am. Hey, Bishop, a servant. Hey, dog. Hey, little puppy. I can give heed to you. You can't hurt me with them words. But I tell you what, God, if you don't respect that what you should respect, God gonna put something on you you can't get off. He'll take care. See, the, see, see, the, the, the fighters don't belong to me. It belongs to God. But I have to trust in God. And I have to trust in him and believe in what he's saying. Then he'll fight my battle. How can I just spend here on this earth a lifetime trying to prove myself? When God saved me, I should have been approved. He justifies you. When he saved me, I should be approved. And listen to what he said here. We run and trying to run for quick. If I had not come and spoken these words to you, you wouldn't know you had sin. Don't you know that's amazing? As long as somebody you just believe you right. You go on about your business and don't have the knowledge of good and evil. Let's go back to the tree in the midst of a garden. Adam didn't know nothing about no sin, no unrighteousness or nothing. He didn't know nothing about that, but God gave an order. See, uh, every, everything over this garden, you need of. Uh, but that tree right there in the midst of the garden, leave it alone. But here's Satan. He do all of us like that, y'all. Don't feel like no long ranges. Yes, God just jealous of you. He don't want you to be like him. And is that scripture? He don't want you to be like him. He jealous of you. How he jealous of you and he made you? Huh? And now, because you look good, and you're switching, Adam, hi Adam, my wrist not broke, don't come with that function. Hi Adam, oh yeah Adam, God say don't take it Adam, but it's alright Adam, huh? Then Adam like the bitter thing old. 
messed up. He knew better. We know better. But we step out on soft ground. And when we sink, Peter is a good example. He reached out and said, Lord, save me. And then Peter acknowledged through salvation that he had somebody greater than him. And the Lord could have just spoke the word and Peter could have come to the top, of, but he wouldn't do that. He reached out, got him. And said, you know, go and walk the water, Peter. He walked the water. Why? Because he walked in faith. Because God picked him up. And nobody on the ship or in the water, no animal, nothing could have made him sink again because God picked him up. That's what God does. No man can undo it. When you got saved, your salvation came in your life. Listen at me good. You can mess up and lose reward, but yet as by fire, you're going to be saved. Fire what? All these tragedies, all these temptations, all these things going to come before you. And I don't want the church folks or Christians so foolish, you think just because you got saved, you can't err. That's the biggest fault that we have taught in the church. You saved now, God got me. Hey! Next minute, Rev, I'm sorry, church, I messed up. <laughs> Stop going on that bragging. Just take the word as is. Go on about your business. Every time you make a step, thank you, Lord, for that step. Every time you eat a plate of food, thank you, Lord. That's all we got to do, acknowledge him in all things. He's going to do what? He's going to direct our path. But Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. He said, since I told you the truth, you don't have no excuse for nothing. Doing wrong, right? You did it on your own, right? It's on your own. You got nothing to do with God. And we start talking about disliking church folks, Christian brothers and sisters. Ain't nobody in the church hate nobody. God took that out of when you saved you, didn't he? When you got saved, God took all this stuff out of you. Now, he gave you a free will, though I, I can't admit to that. He gave you a free will. Say, so you, you can eat pie or you can eat cake. Both of them sweet. Hmm? They look good to you. They taste good for you. But get, they're not nutritional for you. But when you eat the word, it's healing, Bible say, to the flesh. Now the book say, it's healing to what? To the flesh. Why do we pray then if we don't think the word healing to the flesh? Why do we lay hand on the sick and the shed in and all that and pray for them like the book say if we don't believe it's healing to it? We believe a little bit. It won't take all away because it's going to make my colleagues look at me hard. And y'all charge all these preachers up here and preachers out there. Y'all don't want us to even lean left, none at all. But then you about to fall. But you don't want me to lean none at all. And every time I move, you say, all right, Rev. What about yourself? You don't ever look in the mirror. Huh? Y'all don't look in the mirror like I do? I, look, I be in the mirror every day, both of them. This one, I try to get this in first. 
Then I go look in the other mirror and I comb my hair, brush my hair, whatever little bit I got, and see how it's standing. Well, when I look in this mirror here, let's let me go now. I see how I'm standing. Not my hair, but see how I'm standing. The real person in me that's living on what? The inside of me. How he react in the body. If he right, living inside of me right, you'll see him on the outside of me. What kind of character I got? God-like character. He said if, if people will hear Jesus, they'll hear you if they've been born again. And if I wouldn't have told you what I told you, you never had any sins at all in your life. You'd never be condemned. The Bible says, therefore, there is now no condemnation those that walk in the spirit. Huh? No condemnation. You, if you don't know how to build a house, Turner, if you don't know how to build a house, you don't even know where to start at. You'll be building the roof first. You don't know no better. And God ain't going to charge that to you. You're building the roof before you put the foundation there. God ain't going to charge you. You don't know no better. But once you learn better, you know to set the foundation first. Amen. And people, even today, they point at people say, now he should have known better than that, or she should have known better than that. How are they going to know nobody told them? We don't witness like God. What we do, we get in the Bible and start quoting scriptures to make people look bad. Instead of letting the scripture quote you to make them look good. And don't get out of it. Because once you get out of it, they're going to condemn you. So you got to stay in it. You're the foundation of God's life on this earth. So you got to stay in the scripture. Get out of it. You don't know the people that know this book here that ain't saved. I know y'all don't believe that. There's a lot of folks know that scripture ain't saved. Man told me one day, see, man, I don't hear nothing about no Bible. I don't believe in all that. I say, yes, sir. That's all I say. Young guy, younger than me, I say, show respect to him. I say, yes, sir. Thank you very much. You think I discussed anything else? No. Because the first thing he did, the Bible tell me, showing the very appearance of evil. The next thing he get up in my face, talking crazy to me, then I'm going to talk crazy to him. So what I need to do, do what the book says, shun the very appearance of evil. So I get out the way. I dust the dust off my foot and get on out the way. I ain't going to try to preach to you. I look like something silly out there preaching to a man that's lost, preaching the word of God to him. He didn't tell, the scripture didn't tell us to do that. Get out in the world and preach to people. He said, go tell them. Go tell them the good news. And then you bring them to the church and then preach to them at the church because you got some more power people in the church to help you to hold them help you to stabilize until they get the word the bible says if you're hungry and thirst after righteousness you shall be filled well how are you gonna be filled and you don't like what you're eating hmm? you don't like what you're eating but you're gonna be filled i, I got some grandchildren and I didn't know this was in this life. I'm, be, I'm just stupid like that. I didn't know in this life that people, you feeding them and they tell you I don't like that. I'm serious. I didn't know that was possible. I don't eat that. 
I want this. I'm learning now. I'm telling you, every day I learn something. But my grandchildren tell me, Doc, we don't eat that. Huh? Oh, mercy Jesus. And my mind go back. My mother tell me to do something, and I say, I don't like that. I don't eat that. Lord, have mercy. We walk in the church. I'm almost through. We walk in the church today. Young people, especially I'm talking to them. Because the old, the old head's going to kind of fool you. They're going to sit there and do all this hardness from me. Keep me from telling them something. They'll do it. they sit right there and do it. But the young people, they're going to get up and walk where they want to walk. And I remember in my life coming up, if anybody get up in the church and they didn't raise their finger like that, the usher would tell them, sit down, boy, or sit down, girl, or, sit down, child. I don't see that no more. And now when a children, we don't do that to our children, they just jump up and run all over the, over the church. Don't respect nobody. Everything they want to do, they do it. Know why? Because we let up off them. Instead of holding the raw to them, we let up off of them. Now, when they the next generation, when we leave off the scene, what, what the world going to be? What the world going to be? You don't let up, you let them have their way. And it's pretty and sweet to them. 